Studies from the last decade show that two-thirds of couples married shared a home together for more than two years before they ever got married. That's a 900% increase from 50 years prior. Is cohabitation biblical? What's the Christian response to these numbers? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Uh, we just want to say we really appreciate you guys listening and we appreciate you guys submitting your questions. Um, uh, you guys know we take questions regarding life, theology, and the church. And it's just good to know that people are are thinking critically about their faith and just the, the application that that has on their life, right? That's right. That's right. We love this ministry in our church and for those that listen outside of our, our church family, um, we, we appreciate that uh, you're thinking about these things and that you would let us uh, open the Bible and speak into it. This is a valuable teaching ministry yep. uh, for our church, and it's and it's good for us. We like to think through these things. Um, we don't uh, have the expertise in and of ourselves, but we appreciate the challenge to dig into God's Word and to answer these questions. And so what are we taking today, Aaron? What question? Yeah, today we have a, a really interesting question. It says, uh, in a Christian relationship, when— do you move in with one another? Okay. Yeah. So in a Christian relationship, yeah. when do you move in with one another? Yeah, it's it's you know how how what we started with earlier, you know, we to answer questions about the way we're called to live, mm-hmm. uh, we have to we have to look into the into what God speaks to us, right? And that's through yeah. the word. Yeah. And so I think the first place and the really the only place to start with this question is is to see well what uh what is God's design for us as humans, right? In yeah. in life. Right, right. What do we when do we move in together? This is more than just like a cultural uh question, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, did they two thousand years ago before they, you know, had nice homes like we may have, you know, when did they when did they move in and you know, and, and all the things that go in to that, you know, moving in is, is you know, do sharing finances, sharing uh yeah. you know, sharing meals and mm-hmm. sharing a bed and bedroom and yeah. you know, all the and you know, having sex and all the things that come, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of loaded in with that question. Um, which is what I'm assuming is the, yeah, we don't have a ton of details, but I'm assuming, okay, this is a Christian relationship. I'm making some assumptions that they're dating. Um, and they are talking about all, like all that comes with, uh, sharing a home together, basically acting as if you are married. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the assumption we don't necessarily know, but based on the question, those are the assumptions, the starting place that we're coming from. And so, well, here's the, if you're listening, you just want to know the brief answer and then you need to check out or you're about to arrive at your destination as you're listening. Here's the, here's the short answer to that question. When in a Christian relationship, do you move in together the day you get married? Yep. 
that that I would say is the is the biblical witness, the God honoring way of living is you move in together when you are married, when you've made that commitment before God uh, and to one another that you are covenanting in marital union together and all that that means. Um, that's when you move in together. Before that is you're you're kind of getting the cart ahead of the horse. Yeah, and and. You know, it's interesting because the question I think does have, it does sound like a, a common question that we hear amongst our friends and maybe our non-Christian friends. You know, the kind of the, seems to be a certain point in the relationship, right? Where right. maybe it's yeah. time to move in together, right? right? It's so, one of those defining moments yeah, in a relationship. Yeah. Like, well, we're just going on dates. I'm kind of getting interested in them and... Now we've decided to move in together right. as if that's like a defining moment separate than we've decided to get married. Right. And, and you know, so, you know, I, I think there is is a precedent to to kind of like break that down and see where uh, this idea of marriage and Christian dating, you know, intersects with culture. But maybe before we do that, let's let's dig into what the Bible says, right, about yeah. about a man and a woman. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 where we start on yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this podcast, right? And so here's here's just a few like verses uh, for us to consider here. This is going to Hebrews 13 and uh, verse four. When the writer of Hebrews he tells us, he says, "Let marriage be held in honor." among all. I mean, that's all people, all mm-hmm. people groups, every age, whether you're single, married, unmarried, like marriage is an honorable thing yeah. that we are to give respect to. And we respect other people's marriages. We, you know, we respect that the, the, you know, our own marriage. Yeah. And the reason why is because it's something that is God ordained, you know, for us to, to, promote divorce for us to, uh, you know, to seek to unravel a marriage uh, is actually to go against God's very design. Let marriage be held in honor among all. And then he goes on and he says, and let the marriage bed be undefiled. Hmm. And so as we think about moving in with one another, yeah. okay, well, what is he speaking of here? Well, that's what we mean. So we're to come to like we're to honor the marriage bed we're to honor the intimacy that comes with marriage he says this for god will judge the sexually immoral and the adulterous like there's a, a real warning here right right um, for trampling on god's good design that revolves around sex within marriage but it, what, what i also want to put, keep going here because he's not just that but in verse five he says keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have for he has said this is god I will never leave you nor forsake you, Hmm. which I love that little connection here because we can maybe say, oh, well, he's moved on to something else. Well, especially in our cultural context, and we can maybe come back to this more later in the podcast here, but that's often like a reason why people move in, right? It's like, well, you're paying rent, I'm paying rent, let's save us, you know, several hundred dollars, if if not even like over a thousand dollars a month, and like, let's move in together. Yeah. Well, here God is getting to the heart of that. It's like, well, don't be so caught up in the money aspect of it um and there is a connection in these things and so marriage is to be held in honor um uh, we're to be pure in our sexuality Um, we are to be good stewards of the finances that god has given us and so that's just in the book of hebrews if you go to paul's instruction to the thessalonians he attaches our sexual morality to our sanctification our Hmm. growth and holiness this is First Thessalonians 4, 3. It says this, for this is the will of God. That's pretty significant, right? God's will for us, 
that you, uh, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor. And those are some pretty instructive verses when it comes to uh, sexuality and to the answer of this question. Like, well, this is this is God's will for us. He desires for us to be pure, uh, to be upright and moral when it comes to our sexuality, um, and that we live in a manner of holiness that is different from the world around us. That's what he's talking about, the passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. Um, this, this, this is super helpful for us. Um, and, and even as we think back on the Old Testament, you know, sometimes we can think of like in the book of Leviticus and all those lists of rules of who you can sleep with, who you can't sleep with, when you can sleep with somebody, all, all those things. And, and uh, we look at that and like, oh, that's so antiquated. Uh, well, that's just for different people, you know, even within Christian circles, you know, Bible-believing Christians or so-called Bible-believing Christians, we can kind of dismiss that. But in the list of all the rules, we miss the purposes that God has given us. If you go to uh, Leviticus uh, 18, um, he says, this is for you to be holy, to be set apart. Um, then again, in Leviticus 20, he, he talks about us being, uh, this is how you abstain or how you are set apart, how you are distinct from the nations around you. And here's, here's the reality for Christians, for those that love the Lord and want to follow him. When it comes to issues like these things, is that God's way is always different than the culture's way. Those that know God live differently make decisions differently than the world around us. And that just is in every single culture, right? And uh, and I think we see that even today. You know, at the beginning of this podcast, we referenced those statistics. Like two-thirds, 66.6%, whatever, of couples now have spent two years or more cohabitating or living together. They had moved in before they got married, and that's just, and then they ended up getting married. Yeah. How many, you know, just dating couples do and then don't. They break up and, and then, uh, you know, and, and never end in marriage. Yeah, and, and you, you know, really, we're, we're coming into that intersection, right, of, yeah. of, of how the Bible teaches us and, and instructs us about what marriage is compared to kind of where we have gotten mm-hmm. in, in culture and what culture teaches us yeah. marriage is. And, you know, I, I really like that, that first passage that you read and how we're to respect and honor really the sanctity of marriage and yeah. that it's not, you know, we, we often hear it kind of like that, that, that test drive mentality, right? Yeah. Like you should, well, why should you, why should you move into, why should you move in with someone? Well, you know, like, like a car, you don't just buy a car, right? You, yeah. you test it out, you drive it and see how it, how it works and all that stuff. Well, you know, the, the flaw there is that like marriage is not a car right. at all, right? right? Like, like my car, I had a car, it broke down, and so what I did, what did I do? I got rid of it yeah. and just bought a new car, right? <laughs> right? When when your marriage is is difficult or things are 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 hard, you don't just get rid of it, yeah. right? Yeah, and that that mentality is exists is be, because you know in our in our present American or even Western culture we view marriage like that. Yeah, you know it is a car. Mm-hmm. It's something that you do, but but the commitment is missing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't commit to the first car that you buy. You know, yeah. and, you know, a '92 Buick Regal was my first car, <laughs> and uh, I had that for a few years, but I didn't go into that with a lifetime commitment. Thinking, yeah. Man, I'm 16 and I'm going to be driving this baby for the next, you know, 
70 years or however yeah, long, yeah. you know, I'm, I, my driving career is, you know, if the Lord tarries and I'm coherent enough to drive for seven years, but yeah. I don't go into it that way. But with marriage, it's not a car. We go into it with a lifelong commitment because that's what God has, has called us to right. in the marriage covenant. Right. And so, you know, like th- that's the thinking behind mm-hmm. it and the thinking then that comes into, well, how do we get into marriage and yeah. when do we move in? We'll give it a test drive, cohabitate, move right. in with one another. See, is this going to work? Is this somebody you like? Is this, you know, somebody who's good for you? Is this, and, uh, and, and and we just like get it all backwards. That's not honoring the marriage covenant. Right. And so interestingly enough, I think so far, you know, the question says, you know, at what point is it okay to move in with each other, right? Um, and I think what we've kind of established is, is I think we've said that sex so far is, is meant to be in the bounds of, of marriage, marriage right? right? And so we're kind of... We're kind of saying, we're kind of equating moving in yeah. with having sex, right? right? Yeah. Which is interesting, right? I think yeah. someone can say, well, what what about what about this? What about I move in yeah. with my girlfriend, my Christian girlfriend, and we just don't have sex? Yeah, right. That's the. the <laughs> what should I say? Uh, good luck. You know? Yeah, I wasn't born yesterday, and and uh, you know, I maybe some have the self control to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm skeptical, honestly, to, yeah. to, is that really even practical, yeah. you know, and, uh, maybe you can, but here's the other thing is it, I, I think even that mentality, because you're living as if you're married in yeah. that case. Mm-hmm. And that is again, then dishonoring marriage, right. and dishonoring this other person. And, and, uh, you know, so, okay, maybe you in your relationship, you can do that. Um, but what you are communicating to the outside world is that we are married. Right. And so that also then again, c- kind of flies in the face of God saying, well, no, you do this to be distinct. Right. You know, to, to, to just actually quote, um, I, I just kind of referenced it, but here's, here's Leviticus 20 verse 23 in, in regards to these things. He says, you shall not walk in the customs of the nation that I am driving out before you. Hmm. And so as God's people were moving into the, the promised land, the Canaanites had, uh, uh, you know, a morality, a sexual ethic that was different than the standards that God was setting up. Right. And so he's saying, don't walk according to their customs. You mm. walk according to mine. And that's how people will know that you are my people. Yeah. And you are Christ followers. And so to say, well, we're going to do this because it, it you know, that's, it just makes practical sense. It's accepted, you know, culturally. Um, but we're not going to cross this line is okay. Well, that's good you're going to be setting yourself up for some severe temptation. Right. And secondly, you, you, you're missing kind of the bigger evangelistic, the bigger gospel display that your relationship and, and eventually your marriage will be to a watching world. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think, uh, the few, the few things that come to mind when, when I hear that, you know, okay, well I can move in, uh, with my girlfriend and you know we we just won't have sex i think the first thing that you should consider is just because something isn't wrong doesn't mean it's not unwise right you know what i mean like you know just because you know not not all all thing not what's the saying not all things are are permissible yeah all things are are permissible but not all things are beneficial exactly and that that's, that's kind of like that's kind of what i 10. what i thought of yeah. um you know 
yes, hypothetically, right? You could you could technically move in with someone and, and not have sex with them, but I think you're you're setting yourself up to be in positions that are are just unwise, right? Yeah. And you think of you think of the warnings from uh, against sexual morality. It's they're always flee, right? Yeah. It's never like endure. It's never like fight them. It's it's flee. It's Get the run, heck out yeah, of it's there. run from them, right? Yeah. And so if if you're kind of taking those kind of principles. It's really hard to do that if you're living with with that person, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing is is just if in that line of thinking, you're kind of saying the next you know step in dating or like the next level of dating is marriage, yeah, right? And I think in that you do a disservice to what marriage is, right? The yeah. biblical idea you're you're not giving marriage. It's it's like respect and the honor that it deserves marriage is very very different from dating right it's 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 not just the progression it's yeah. like you're now in this commitment yeah this like gospel binding commitment to another person yeah it's not just like okay well you know now we've been dating eight months so i guess now we should get married um it's something that should be taken very seriously right and there's yeah. a lot of things that go with that and and so kind of just assuming you know in a dating relationship, we've reached a certain point where now we can start acting like we're married or behaving like we're married. Um, I think you're missing the biblical picture of what marriage actually is. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, this this even kind of provokes another question. We're like, okay, well, so we don't move in, but when can I spend the night? You know, yeah. my girlfriend's house or my yeah. boyfriend's house, or um, you know, when can we share a hotel room? We're going on vacation together and all those things. Well, it's it's kind of the same principles. Yeah. Like, well, no, we want to honor this uh, this marriage covenant we don't want to put temptation in front of us and we don't want to d- portray the wrong picture to a watching world yeah and so even in there it's like you're, you're setting yourself up for danger mm-hmm. then um, avoid that flee that and live distinctly and then when that is a thing when you've made the marriage commitment man it is it is so awesome to when you can then live with freedom and uh, and it is just the good natural right god honoring way to live right and and that's 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 kind of like that that's kind of the answer right when well, when can we start doing all these things that married people do well when you're married when you're right? Married, right and i think and i think uh even for for people in the church i think yeah. that's that's a that's a thing right yeah. we we we're surrounded by godly uh godly men and women who are married godly marriages yeah. and and those things are good and right and we see them as singles with maybe a girlfriend or boyfriend and, and we're saying like well when can we do that yeah well when you when get married, married right yeah. and i think what you you can't trick yourself into doing is is saying oh we can do that yeah. while we're dating right you know right. no you can't like right. those things are reserved for marriage and they're good and right yeah for that time yeah it's like saying well when can i start playing for the dallas cowboys yeah well when you are on the team and you have a contract a mutual yeah. contract between the two you know yeah. like you, you can you know, put on a cowboy's jersey and a helmet and pads and all you know and shoes and all that stuff, but you you're you're just pretending, you know, until you right. until you're actually on the team and have the contract and the commitment and you're you're here playing and you you, you just otherwise it's you're you're just pretending. So, right. 
So the the short answer, just to come back, is well, when can you move in? Is when you're married. Yeah. And so let's just kind of two things to uh, um, to kind of wrap this up here is let's say you are dating and you're wondering when do we when do we do this? Well, I think we've answered that question. Just just wait. And let me just say this: if you're if you're feeling that urge, if you're being pressured, maybe even by friends and family, and they're like, maybe they're believers or unbelievers, and they're like, well, why aren't you moving in? Hey. Just trust the Lord in this, and it'll be mm. worth the wait. Yeah, you know, following the Lord is always worth it, even if it's hard, even if it, you know, doesn't make the, you know, financial sense, even if if the waiting is hard, it'll always be worth it to move in and to do married things when you're married. Yep, it's always worth it. Secondly, maybe you're listening to this and you and 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 you realize, wow, I well, I am living with my boyfriend or girlfriend or you know we 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 live together what what should we do do we need to move out do we need to like what's what's the next step okay we see what god is saying for marriage and we realize like oh no i'm i'm dishonoring marriage i'm dishonoring the yeah. marriage bed what what should i do well i would say one of two things are you going to get married because if you are then with all urgency just get married right yeah right just just go and and make right before the Lord yep. what you are already pretending to live like. Right. And so with all urgency, go ahead. I know there's all kinds of things with family and a big wedding and all the other cultural things that are things. Is, hey, that that stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. Just go get married and make it right. And right. And then, then continue continue living in joyful obedience to the Lord. Yeah. And you know that you've made it right. If you are thinking, well, no, I'm not going to get married. I'm not ready to get married with this person then you need to do the hard thing of well then moving out right and uh and and hopefully you're in a in either of those scenarios you're in a small group you're in a church and people that love you that will champion your obedience to the lord and will help you make you know whatever uh, you know whatever needs being done yeah. will help you in that if you need a place to stay or you need a place to get married or whatever your pastor would I'm sure love to help you I would I would love to talk with you and how to like okay well what's the next step in in uh, obeying the Lord and in this and living distinctly and in a manner that is honoring to the Lord um just make it right and right. do it as you know, as quickly and joyfully as possible. Yeah, and I think, and I think at the the heart of those things is is whose approval are you living for, right? Are you living for the approval uh, of your friends and family and your your you know uh, significant other, yeah. or or are you living for the approval for God's approval, right? And yeah. are you trying to live in a way that that is honoring to Him? And like you're saying, oftentimes. Living for for God, living uh, a worshipful life in obedience is countercultural, yeah. right? And we're gonna experience that friction, but that shouldn't uh, discourage us. That should right. encourage us to 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 lean into that. Right, right. We know that that it, following the Lord is always countercultural mm-hmm. <laughs> because right. we live in a world where we're bent on following ourselves. You know, where uh, the enemy is the prince of the power of the air, and so in every era since humans were on this earth, you know, following the Lord, particularly in these areas of human relationships and flourishing, have always been counter to what is the cultural norm, and that is good and right and uh, should be embraced with, uh, you know, full-hearted joy and submission to the Lord's ways. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfields, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption
learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as